right, Bitcoin Accumulation Country, this is the final episode of the year for the Fun with Bitcoin podcast, sponsored by Crypto Cloak's 3D Printing. Check them out for all your 3D printing needs. And we've got a very special conversation today with a fellow Bitcoiner known as Raw Avocado. And, and Raw is exactly like his name. He does not pull any punches and he does not give any passes. So it's a, it's a very interesting back and forth between he and I, and I hope everybody enjoys it. Before we get into the talk, we are going to quickly talk about Swan Bitcoin dollar cost averaging. Okay. It's a great, easy platform, which allows you to set up a savings plan in Bitcoin. You can have it do done by paycheck, monthly, daily buys, pretty much almost whatever you want. And that way it allows a person to effectively set it and forget it when they're buying Bitcoin. All right, here we go, guys. Here is my discussion with Raw Avocado. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Fun with Bitcoin podcast. I'm your host, Coin Icarus, and this is the last show of 2020. And joining me is a Bitcoiner I recently met, and I really enjoy my chats with him. I, I find him to be inspiring. I find him to be raw. And, and he just, he just, man, he, zero fucks given. Like, this guy just gives his opinion and we have these good, like, kind of, like, passionate discussions. And I, I just, I absolutely wanted to have him on my podcast. It's a big intro for, for Mr. Raw Avocado. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, doing What's happening, you motherfuckers <laughs> listening out there? <laughs> oh, man. So I, I can already, already with the beginning, I can tell where this is going to go. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, Raw is the uh, the co-host of, uh, of a, uh, a Bitcoin-only podcast as well called uh, Bitcoin Reservation. And um, before we get into our topics of choice, I, I want to know the, uh, the rabbit hole story. How, you know, like, where were you before Bitcoin and how did you get into Bitcoin and really why are we here now? Oh, I'll tell you that. But already up the bat, I still have something to complain about. You know how I feel about <laughs> when people say, hey, look, this is a Bitcoin only thing. That for me is equivalent okay. as you go to a girl and you say like, hey, have sex with me. And she's like, why would I have sex with you? Well, have sex with me because I only fuck women. He's like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, just wanted to put that out there. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. So the interesting the rabbit hole, the yes. rabbit hole story. Well, I was studying computer science in Romania, uh, and all my life, I, 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 you know, I really hoped that one day I'm gonna work at Google or something. And I really looked up to this, and I liked math a lot. I really was into math. I was quite obsessed with, with, with computers and stuff like this. And um, I ended up going to computer science. And then one day, a friend of mine is supposed to meet me for a cup of coffee. And fucking cocksucker is... Can I swear, by the way? I didn't even ask that. Oh, yeah, no, of course. Okay, so the <laughs> cocksucker, what does he do? He's late, right? And I'm a bit pissed off, but at a time, we, I used to hang out on 4chan. So I go on slash B and go scroll through there. And I see this fucking post there that says uh, how to make money on the internet. And I said, well, that doesn't make any sense. That's clearly a scam. But for whatever reason, it had so many replies that I had to check it out. And my life was changing ever since that day. Like, uh, from that second on, like, literally, it was like that. From that second on, every waking second of my life was about Bitcoin. I did something with Bitcoin. Very interesting. So, okay, um, yeah, 4chan is one of those places on the internet that is, like, 
kind of, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like the the like the dark side of the Internet in some ways. Right. Like you can end some up... refer to it as the cancer of the Internet. Yeah. But I you know what? I, I have to admit, though, I, I do find it to be a really cool rabbit hole. And some of the weirdest, coolest shit I've ever dug into was on 4chan. So, you know, props to that. Um, so, look, I, I, I think weren't you involved um, in in um, in Bitcoin ATMs or something like that? At oh, some point, I, mean, I feel I, like we had that discussion. So, well, I've got into Bitcoin like this was when I found out Bitcoin, this was like late 2012. So I've been around for a lot of time and I've been around in, in dozens of projects. And I mean, I've had a lot of businesses, but I had some trading businesses in Romania. I used to, I, I used to trade there a lot. Um, that those are some really fun times. Uh, I've traded here in London. I had a company which I shut down recently, actually, but that's another story. Um, and I shut it down just because uh, it was as soon as it was going well, and I just got bored of it. Uh, and I, I've did. I, I also had some ATMs at some point. I've 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 built some apps with some people who didn't took off. Oh, I've been in a lot of mining operations. <laughs> like I had, I mined, I mine, I used to mine in the dorm rooms. I got the butterfly labs. I mined in the dorm rooms. Uh, I've been a, a part of like four mining operations. One of them was mine with some friends. So I've did I've pretty much did almost anything you can think about with Bitcoin. I had some involvement with it. Yeah, that's no, very cool. I I mean like I I didn't realize that uh, that you came into it in 2012. So I guess um yeah. you know uh, I want to go back to the uh, the point that you made about the uh, the Bitcoin only pod, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so. For me, the way I see it is that um, it's essentially the the reason why I say it is because um, I, I don't I don't want to invite scams into it, right? So by saying it's Bitcoin only, it's you know in in particular, it's it's really about the fact that you know you're 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 not talking about scams. That that's the no, uh, you know that that's the piece for that. No, I totally get like, I think there is some merit to all these super maximalist memes and whatever. And I think they make sense. The reason why recently I started to be more allergic to them is because I see a lot of people just just putting it as a flag. Let me give an example. Like in Christianity, you have icons, right? And you're supposed mm -hmm. to do the cross line. But it's not about doing the cross line or the painting. It's about what's the message behind it, you know? And I feel like a lot of people on Twitter right now, they, they, they just have this, this filtering way of like Bitcoin, non-Bitcoin, and no context is added, you know? So that's why I pushed a, a, bit, again, a, a bit against it. But it's not like, yeah, if probably someone does shit coins, it's probably not worth your time, you know? So, yeah. Would you consider yourself to be a Bitcoin maximalist? Dude, I've been a Bitcoiner before <laughs> maximalism was a thing. Like when I, You know what I don't like right now is like, I don't like Bitcoin maximalism. And let me tell you why. Because the Bitcoin maximalism was started off by Vitalik when he called DeRose and Johnson Bitcoin maximalism. And it really made a lot of sense because everyone back then was crazy and was nuts and had no fucking clue what they're talking about. And here there's two fucking people who are reasonable and intelligent and they will always speak up their mind. And they had fun, by the way. And mm -hmm. uh, they need to call out the madness, right? So they started being maximalist. Now, fast forward to 2020, and you have a lot of jerk-up kids on Twitter. And I, look, I don't want to piss off anyone, but that's what it fucking oh. is. And now they ended up, they ended up having, doing the same kind of stupidity and the same kind of madness as the people with blockchain were doing. And, and it, it gets to the point where, again, no one knows what they're talking about. Everyone just talks about meat. Everyone just puts a Bitcoin t-shirt on them. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm a Bitcoin maxillist. But there's no nuance there. It's not like they understand what's happening there, you know? So I don't want to be associated with these people anymore because I'm like, mm. whatever. Now, yeah, I mean, I don't like shit coins by no means, so. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the that's the thing, right? It's And, and I do get it. I, I, I 
you know, I kind of saw that happen as well, right? Like all of a sudden, just you know, people take on this this other persona, you know, of you know, that's it. Like I'm a carnivore. That's all. You know, it's just meat, and that's perfectly fine. I mean, if that's your dietary choice and you believe that, you know, regardless of you know Bitcoin, I mean, you know, to each their own. Everybody has to, you know, everybody has to walk their own path and and learn their own thing. But to to do like you said, to put on the blinders, that that is not that is not conducive to Bitcoin. Right. The whole point of Bitcoin is is verifying. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, and, I do agree know, with that. And the reason you know why I got into Bitcoin, I like it so much is because everyone in, like when I got so I find this thing. And back then, everyone was about making money. Everyone was a serious dude. Everyone was have a hustle. And I, I got into Bitcoin and I met these people who are just slinging dick, dude. These guys were winning at everything in life and they were taking <laughs> life by the balls. And they were like, you know what? Fuck this thing. So I was like, shit, I want to be like these people. I want to, I try really hard to be like these people. So now when I see a Bitcoiner being defined is like, keep your head down, stack sats, don't do this. And I'm, <laughs> Let's I, go. I, I'm sorry. I just cannot see anything. I don't see anything aspirational about this. That's you interesting. That's, so that's why I'm pushing against the, the maximalist thing because it became something else and it, it doesn't feel interesting to me anymore. It seems very, I don't know, just, just something to yell at the top of your lungs. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, all right. So let, let's, let's dive right into the, uh, you know, the, the be humble, right? Um, so you and I had this discussion on, on humility and, and I don't know if we actually did see eye to eye on it, but it's just because of the nuance that's missing on Twitter, you know, that, that we, you know, maybe couldn't explain it right. But, um, like, I, I guess what, what is it that you think is, um, I guess like defeatist about the, the humble attitude. And maybe I got that sure. wrong. Maybe it's not defeatist. No, I think that's the perfect way to see it. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word. Anyway, I, I'm just trying to be obnoxious a lot of the times and people don't really get that. But that's my fault. Um, so I've, you know what, I really, and this is more of a personal choice. I, I don't like people who are very like, you know, putting something, a hood on their head and just walking near the rain like this about life. I, I don't know. I just doesn't, it doesn't feel right to me. I don't, and I don't think that's wrong. It doesn't feel right to me. Hmm. And Ever since I heard hearing about his stacking sets, which again, great meme, it always bothered me because first of all, I don't, like sets is a diminutive and I do understand it's gonna be the standard and whatever, but I don't wanna stack sets, I wanna stack Bitcoin. And is, is there any meaningful difference between those two? Yeah, it's a few orders of magnitude. It's 10 to the power of. So it, it matters, it's a matter of proportion. And it does matter what you aspire. Do you aspire to stack sets or do you aspire to aspire Bitcoin? And I think, it's not just a philosophical difference. It's how you go about life. It's how you walk on the street, you know. And when mm. again, when I got into Bitcoin, that's what how people were about it, and that's what I like. So that's one aspect of it. And and the other one, there's this thing uh, called slave master morality. Nietzsche wrote about this. Mm -hmm. And uh, quoting from the Wikipedia here, just to, to make it very simple, said uh, the, the, he thinks there's two fundamental. Just to make it clear, slave and master has nothing to do with slavery dynamics or something. No, like exactly. This is words. philosophical. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a very nuanced philosophical point. And it says yes. there are two types of morality, master morality and slave morality. Master morality values pride and power, while slave morality values kindness, empathy, and sympathy. Master morality judges action as being good or bad. The classical virtue as nobleman versus uh, the rabble, I don't know what that word means, unlike slave morality, which judges by a scale of good of evil, Christianity virtues. And that's the, the meaningful difference here, right? And that's what mm. you see on Twitter. Everyone is just like, everyone is doing something good. Uh, ev let's applaud everyone. Every project is helping out. And when you think about it, 
that's just statistically improbable. It's statistically improbable that everyone on Twitter is doing something good. Most of the people on Twitter are doing something stupid. And I don't know which ones who, we'll see. Um, but if you think everyone is doing something good, that's, there's something inaccurate about that. So w w you see, when you look at it like this, it's like, again, it's like, well, what are we talking about? Why, how come this makes sense? How, how, I don't even know how, how to stretch it more. So you know what? Hold on. I'm going to go back to something because well, I want to I give people context, okay? So when I first yeah. met Ra um, in, uh, in Bitcoin Enemies, okay, he, he found out that I had a podcast and, and I, you know, and he, and uh, I forget even how the conversation went, but you were like, you know, you pretty much said something to the extent of like, man, if you're not going to show me your fucking podcast, I'm not going to listen to it. You know, yes. like why, you know, to, to that extent. And it, it kind of made me realize something, right? It's like, because you said something that kind of stuck with me that I think that has to do with this. It's like, of course, you know, you can be pride, you can be prideful, right? You can be proud of something and you can be powerful, but there are different degrees, right? It's like a pendulum. There's different degrees of that pride. There's different degrees of that power and knowing when to apply it is... Uh, I, I think like part of that master morality, maybe, because you know what I mean? Like, uh, how could I say this? Like, look, okay. Um, personally, I, I am, I have always been off put. Okay. By, um, I have no problem with strong, like you have a very strong personality, you know, you're like That's very <laughs> like outgoing and you're like, you're very vocal and like, you know, like, like I said at the beginning, zero fucks given. And I, I love that kind of personality, but to me, there's like a way of balancing that personality where if somebody is so incredibly enamored with themselves, right, that they're their own cheerleader, that that to me, that that puts me off from the person. I'm off put. And even though you have a powerful personality, I am not off put by you because I don't find that you display that. You have conviction in your in, in your opinions, but but you're, you're not this like self cheerleader. And I think that that's where the, the being humble comes from. It's like, it, you shouldn't be the one cheerleading your actions. If your actions are great, if they are providing value, then uh, I think other people will cheer. I disagree. Yeah? I, I think that, okay. I think, I, I think that's, that's very folkloric type um, behavior, which doesn't serve any purpose. Well, let me give you an example. You know, you know what I really like? I play guitar for people who don't know, and I'm obsessed with guitars. And um, you know what? I, what's really interesting about playing guitar is that uh, no matter if you're Jimi Hendrix, Joe Bonamassa, whoever you want, right? Stevie Ray Vaughan, every, or even me, everyone who ever picked up a guitar, they started in this very same way. There were some kids somewhere, and they saw this alien instrument, which a guitar is a very crazy thing. It's using vibrations to project sound, and you map the distance between those things because you understand the frequencies, and you're gonna have the specific sounds and their specific notes in theory, and you want, you're gonna, you say, I'm gonna understand this alien instrument. Well, and when you're doing that, you're gonna go and you're gonna tell your parents probably, hey, can you please give me a lot of money to, to buy this <laughs> instrument and I'm gonna master it, okay? I am gonna own this. I'm gonna make this my second nature. It's gonna be as natural as I talk right now. Mm -hmm. And you see that when you're doing that, you're the first one who believes in yourself. And you're the first one who have to truly yourself. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. If you really want to do something that's great for you and you really like it, you have to be your first cheerleader. Because if you don't believe in yourself, you're always going to be playing in your room. And if you don't go in front of the street and you go like, I'm the fucking best, listen to my shit, no one is going to listen to you. So, if, I, I, again, if some people don't like it, then go 
fuck yourself. That's the problem. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is like you need to sometimes get out of your room and go somewhere on the street or go play in the club, right? So that's why I'm pushing against this thing because I don't know, maybe there are other ways to go about things. But if you look at anyone, whoever did something again different than everyone else, they always had this attitude and they had to cheerlead themselves. Yeah, maybe maybe I wasn't uh, maybe I wasn't explaining it right. So I I do get that aspect that of course you need to have self confidence, but I, I guess it's it's that um, that look. You go and pick up a guitar, right? You're not going to go out into the streets right away and say I'm the best before you've actually fucking tried anything. Well, and, see, that's, and that's what and that's thing. what we get. That's what we get. You know, like those are the kind of personalities where you know they've never actually done shit and they're already cheerleading themselves that i i mean i i think that you know being outwardly about it is maybe the problem maybe it's the timing of it but i'm sorry i just wanted to add one thing bonamassa i think he did the um i don't know if it's him that did the surfing with an alien um, um i think you're right actually it, it might be but that is one of the best uh that that is one of the best um acoustic solos i've ever heard uh, sorry not acoustic but uh, guitar solos i've ever heard i think that's satriani actually. satriani thank you yeah, yeah. yes but he's also one of he's the also best like ever. yes yeah. and okay so i i get that aspect of it but i just like it's like um i still think there's a subtle strength to humility i i, I do disagree. because I every so. i i've never cheerleaded myself i kid you not okay and maybe not outwardly i've never sat there and and told anybody i'm the best at anything i've just sat s- simply done the work Right. And and eventually the people that you do the work for, if you're surrounding yourself with people that are not insecure, um, they will, um, you know, they will sing your praises. You will not have to sing your own praises. You know, let me tell you why I still can't get around it. You know what? I um, I've never done anything that I've never liked in my life. I swear to God, that's a crazy thing to say. But I honestly, I can tell I don't think there was a single second of my life where I didn't do something I didn't want. So, you see, if I'm going to go out and play guitar, I need to play something that I like, okay? Like, if I'm going to start a podcast, I need to start a podcast that I don't get bored watching, that I could watch it a hundred times and I can still giggle at it. So, it doesn't matter if the podcast is mine or someone else. If it's good content, it's good content and I'm going to praise it, mm-hmm. even more so because it's mine. So, I see, I see that kind of like a feedback loop going around and making sure you're, you're, you're right. I don't know. I, I think at the end of the day, you're right. It does become... Uh, the, this morality we're talking about, it is a thing of personality. It is mm. at the end of the day because there's a lot of examples of people who did it in one way and the other way and still got results, you know? Yeah. But the, the, the thing is, like, if you're doing something different that no one else ever saw, like Jimi Hendrix was the first one who cracked yes. up his amp and, and whatever. You see, it was impossible for anyone to understand what he's doing because mm-hmm. he was too crazy. So he needed to cheerlead himself. So that's why I feel like if you're doing something that's yeah. so different and so out there, you can't be humble about it because if you're humble about it, you're going to do what everyone else is. And if you're doing what everyone else is, you are everyone else. So and yeah, you're not pushing, how I rationalize. And you're not pushing the envelope. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. you're, not, you're not doing something purely different. Okay, so, I mean, um, okay, uh, what about the, the thing that you were talking about before, right? Because we've got into this discussion as well about how, you know, uh, everybody is doing something positive, right? But that just yeah. can't be true. You exactly. know, like that, that just can't be true. So I guess like I, I, I'm assuming the market will just figure it out, right? Like we'll just figure it out through through market mechanics and, you know, the, the projects that are not worthwhile will obviously fall by the wayside and, you know, and the, and the good ones will, you know, hopefully propel to the surface. Do you, I guess what I'm trying to say is, do you see any projects right now that you think uh, like are amazing 
I will answer the question, but before that, as I yeah. like to give a lot of long answers, um, <laughs> I want to clarify what you said about market dynamics. Yes. I believe markets are efficient and they always price things in. Mm -hmm. uh, but the thing is, like, they don't always price in what you want them to price in. So right now, you're going to be, well, couldn't you say also that the market's pricing that these projects are nice because people like them? No. Uh, well, yes and no. Because you see, pricing doesn't always happen in monetary value. A lot of time happens in, in, in other metrics. And a good example of this, you look at a lot of projects, which we're not going to give name to because people are going to hate your podcast. Um, it's just pretty much everyone that it's okay. everyone likes. And, and you see, they're not getting priced in by the market in the fact that if they do a good job, people buy their product because mm -hmm. their product is free, right? And they get priced in, in in likes, retweets, and the GitHub commits which to some degree there's some correlation between those things. But if there's no economic incentive tied to this, right? If there's no one paying for their product, you don't know what they're doing bad. So now everything has to be good. So again, you're just like, you're just like some people who go on the street and they applaud themselves constantly. They're like, you did a good job, you did a good job. No, you did a good job. And then no one is doing nothing. The good job is applauding, right? You're pricing mm -hmm. in who's the best at applauding other people. So th 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 that's what's happening right now, right? Mm -hmm. and, and even more so, why that's happening? Well, because of this wannabe maximalism thing, because everyone wants to feel, you know, they have a position of dominance hierarchy, and everyone wants to feel they're doing something good, and everyone wants mm -hmm. to find some meaning to this. And finding meaning is hard. It's one of the most hardest things you could find in life. But all of a sudden, you can simulate meaning, and that's what all these people are, ser are serving right now. Now, a project that I think is very interesting, and I'll tell you why, and I think very people really understand this. You know, the greatest thing about Bitcoin is incentivization, is the fact that you mm -hmm. get to price human action or, or, or evaluations of reality in a very native way. And it's native itself to reality because you are pricing everything in energy consumption at the end of the day, right? Which mm -hmm. is very crazy. That's why, you know, Bitcoin is thermodynamics money because it's, it's, it's held in place by laws of thermodynamics. So now, when, that's, when you understand those things and, and why this fits so much in this whole uh, human context that we have right here, uh, then how come the Bitcoin core or, or, or the, the, the software, the, 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 um, the interface you interact with a network, mm -hmm. how come that's sustained out of goodwill, but this whole thing is about pricing things in? There's something wrong there, right? Something doesn't make sense. And we also, and I, I, I'm going to make a presumption. In a few years, you're going to see people are going are to like Bitcoin core. Because already, because there's no economic incentive, you had that incident with variables when they were like racist variables or something like that. Well, if they mm. would have need to make money, they don't have time to fool fucking around with this fucking like, you know, Silicon Valley bullshit. They would have need to, to make money. So now let's answer the question. <laughs> uh, so, so then what I think you're gonna end up seeing, I think you're gonna see people who have other nodes uh, products, not necessarily competing on consensus wise because mm -hmm. that's a hard work and that's useless, but you're gonna have some projects that, con that, that, that uh, probably gonna run BTCD or whatever and on top of their node, they're going to add something on that stack there. Mm -hmm. And they're going to compete with Bitcoin Core, and more people are going to use Bitcoin Core. Now, they cannot deviate from the consensus because that means you're out of the network yep. and the transaction is not valid. But what they can do, they can add other things that people don't like this. And you're going to say, that's crazy, Alex. There's no company doing this. Of course there is. And, and by the way, this company yeah. is hated by everyone and tells everyone to suck their dick. Oh, the company is called Samurai Wallet. <laughs> so that's what's already happening. And at the end of the day, you know why Samurai Wallet got it? I think sometimes they're a bit nutty about some things. Uh, I think they, they, they have some things that are very emotional about it. But at the end of yeah. the day, look, the guys make money. 
Mm-hmm. If they if they don't make money in their whirlpools, they're doing something bad. So they're they're the only ones. Them and Wasabi Wad, I swear to God, they're the only products who literally make money right now, and that's why they're serious about it, and that's why they hate each other. Those are the only companies that you can like look at and be like, these guys are not jerking around, you know? They're really doing something. Yeah. So those are the only companies that I could see. Like I don't know if they're gonna be around five years from now. Uh, there's a big chance they might not. Both of them, uh, because. The, well, that's a different tangent, but uh, those are the ones that I feel they're interesting, right? Everyone yeah. else is just LARPing, literally. Everyone else is literally just <laughs> LARPing and, and, and just jerking each other off. So, yeah. I, I like No, man, I love it. And I, I love that take. Uh, I have to be honest. I have uh, attempted to pay attention to the Wasabi Samurai drama. And to your point, okay, if I leave all the, the politics aside, I think both of the products are very cool. I am fascinated by both of them. I know that this goes against the samurai ethos to build an app for iPhone, but retards like me need an app on our iPhone for samurai. Okay? So they, they can't even make fun of me because I called myself a retard. So I, I just, I want the app. I know it's not as safe as they want, but I want it anyways because I want to try it. You know? So I, I totally, I, I really do agree that I think these two uh, in particular are pushing the envelope. Um... Uh, I also I also like BTC Pay Server. Okay, now I understand that it's not you know it may not be pushing the envelope and stuff like that in in the specific sense that these two you know that these two pieces of software are, um, but I do like that um, I like that they're empowering retailers to in um, to essentially have control over the their entire payment stack if they choose. I used to install uh, credit card machines and stuff like that for companies, you know, at like payment services. And I can tell you that um, you're very far removed from everything. You know, you just simply have this tiny little piece. And if that's okay with you, then hey, by all means, go ahead and use it. But for those of us that want to have access to the entire stack, BTC Pay Server is the way to do it. So, well, let's make, <laughs> you know what? You're going to lose 100 followers after I talk about it. <laughs> Don't worry, they don't don't like me anyways, okay? And and we're just and and we're talking and this is opinion and if it gets if it gets people fired up, then hey, guess you know what? It'll start some conversation. Perfect, exactly. I love it. I'm a I'm a BTC pay fanboy, you know, come at me. That's fine. That's fine. I'm gonna say this what I said on the podcast. The podcast is at BTC Reservations on Twitter, where me and Paul Schwartz. Well, let's see what's gonna happen. We we talk about we just criticize things, everything, and we know we're better than everyone else. Anyway, let's answer the question. And I'm gonna say what I said on the podcast there. Look, it's a fucking checkout button that connects your hardware wallet. Let's not start sucking each other's dick yet, okay? Let's not start sucking each other's dick yet. Okay. Now, now, now at the end of the day, is it a bad product? No. Does it look nice? Yes. Uh, is there a lot of thought put into it? Yes. Did it make a lot of sense to have this? Yes. Okay, so what do I like about it? It's simple what I don't like about it. It's run on ideologies. The fact that there's no way the people who, who, who work there, there's no incentivization, it's, uh, uh, they, they, that's the problem. If, so let's say we want to start building a house right now, yeah? If you can't tell me what I'm doing wrong when I'm building the house, that's going to be an awful house. And there's no way that no one will ever say that's not something bad when that's being built, right? And that's what I don't like about it. Oh, and I have a, 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 an even better point. So you're going to be like, this guy's crazy. There's no such things happening in Bitcoin. How could you even do that? Uh, Pierre Rochard 
the ultimate fanboy. He, the, that, he Pierre Rochard looks like Benjamin Fuck. Anyway, <laughs> Benjamin Fuck. <laughs> awesome. anyway, that's besides the point. So he has this website, Bitcoin ACKs, mm. as in acknowledgments, as in like I, I acknowledge this. And there's a list of pull requests there, and you can pledge money for that to to get worked on. Yeah. So. As soon as you have something like, and I, I am sure that's going to happen in most of the projects. That's when we're going to see serious projects. Whenever you have products that, that, that get money for free and just because other people want to social signal things and, oh, my God, we're helping the space, which that's a stupid thing on its own to say. You're only going to get ideology, products that run out of ideology and will always get pressed in ideologies, and it's just going to be ideological. And Bitcoin is not about ideology. If you wanted ideology, you could use fiat system because that's based on ideology, purely ideology. If you want fucking something that's a real deal, Dude, you have to have Bitcoin Insider. If you don't have Bitcoin, get the fuck out of here. So, yeah. Okay. I've got one thing. This okay. is You said there's no incentive. Altruistic one. incentive. That's no, what there that, is. That's bullshit. That's, that's bullshit. Bull- that <laughs> it's not bullshit. It is, though. But that, so that, that means that nobody does anything for, for, the, for the good of anybody else or, or with any kind of self-disinterest. Like, that, that means there's no, quote-unquote, pure good. No, no, no. I don't. Uh, sorry. I mean, uh, I, I'm doing a poor job expressing myself. My bad. Uh, that's not no. what I mean by this. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't. I think good exists. I think there's a lot of instances. I see a lot of instances. I don't think that's not valuable. But all I'm trying to say is that when you're trying to build a product, something that other people uses. All right. You need to have a feedback loop. You need to be, it needs to be done on money. Let me tell you how I know this doesn't work and why this is stupid. If you really believe altruism works so much, mm-hmm. then how come Satoshi solved the Byzantine general problem that didn't solve it with altruistic, well, altruism? I mean, he solved it with economic incentive alignment. Tell me that. Okay. That was done, okay, because to your, I mean, this is going to be partially to your point. It's because humans are material. So you have to give a, you have to give a material type of incentive, right? There's greed, all of that. So that's why he did it to bootstrap. Right, so it gave people that incentive. It's it's kind of the same way that an author, um, like for example, uh, actually a good example of this is Napoleon Hill. Okay, uh, Napoleon Hill actually wrote the book Think and Grow Rich, and the reason why he called it that is because humans, to your point, are incentivized by money, so they're not going to necessarily do something. Uh, let's say um, it won't attract as many eyes. If it's purely for good, because to your point, there aren't that many, you know, not too many people um, use altruistic incentives, but there are some, you know, but you're right. I mean, it is like you do have to incentivize the human being through greed. Yeah, so that, that is true. There's more reasons that you see this is the problem right now. That's ethics. At the end of the day, here's yeah. the thing. Uh, my grandma would think is the worst thing in the world to marry a woman that's not a virgin. Now, that's outrageous right now, right? <laughs> but as far as she's concerned, that's what she considers good yeah, and goodwill. And there's no point debating that. But my, the reason I'm bringing this up is because good intentions are super relative. They really are. And if people don't realize they're relative, then, then there's something going on. There's a fuzziness. But even more so, you see, the economic incentives are not present just in one uh, wheel uh, of the Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. It's all over. It keeps everything into place. Th- there was no other way to ke- this is the tape that keeps everything into place. That's the thing. There was no other way to do it. There literally is no other way to do it. The only thing that matters is actions. Okay? Mm-hmm. When you do something. That's what Bitcoin is about. I- if the ideology would matter, then 
I, you just say you send me one Bitcoin and I'll be like, yes, you did. And we're, I'm going to act like you did. But no, the only thing that matters is action is you broadcast a transaction. Is it valid? It, it gets uh, uh, propagated over the network. And then it's mine. That's the only thing that matters, okay? Ideologies do not have any place on the, on the blockchain. If you wanted something wrong on ideologies, again, just use banking. That's wrong on ideology, purely ideology. So it's just very contradictory, and that's why I, I feel like everyone on Twitter misses the biggest point. We are all here to make money. This is all held by money. And all of a sudden, people are, are so happy when they put their ideologies forward. And I'm like, dude, we, we, we really created a blockchain to avoid having to talk about ideologies. Mm. And, and it's crazy how everyone just doesn't understand it. It's just crazy to me. It's interesting. That's interesting. And then when but, you go like, uh, so, yeah, go but, on, sorry. okay, no, but let me ask you this though. I mean, I, I would, I would say uh, that, that Bitcoin does incentivize though a better quality of action, which, uh, or I, I would say would incentivize a better, I guess, better ideology, which ends up leading to positive action because I'm it's a positive feedback loop. I think what you said is completely accurate, but my criticism precisely mm. is not about ideology, not having any value. This is the thing. Action is what matters. Ideology yes. is what guides you. People on Twitter do the yeah. other way around. That's what I'm trying to say. They oh, detach money okay. and they act like, no, it's all about goodwill and whatever. It's not about goodwill. Look, we've been on the planet, this this planet as human beings for a lot of time. If goodwill worked, you wouldn't have fucking had Bitcoin. What's, I, it's crazy <laughs> to me, right? You know what I'm trying to, the reason we had, we, the reason you invented Bitcoin because. was discovered is because you didn't like the goodwill of the state. And when you have enough people and it becomes good, it doesn't matter if it's BDC pay server or whatever, their goodwill is going to be different than yours. And it's not important if it's good or moral. It's just going to be different than yours. So you need to have some universal truth that's tied in with reality, with the laws of physics, with a lot of thermodynamics in such a way that we don't, there's no debate there, right? There's no debate about like uh, uh, the consensus. Mm. It works or it doesn't, right? So that's why, and, and it's just thing like, that's why Bitcoin is so great because I could say you're stupid. I could I could buy, I could buy a guitar from you, or I could buy a hooker or something. I don't know. You don't buy hookers. You kind of rent them if you want to be accurate. But anyway, uh, but the point is like awesome. your ethics doesn't matter. That's why censorship resistance works. So when I see someone talking about ethics with me, when this whole thing is made to be agnostic of ethics, I'm just like, what are you even talking about here? It's like it's like we're playing in a rock band and they're telling me we're supposed to drive a car. It's like it's from a different universe, you know? That's interesting. It's true, though. I mean, look, Bitcoin is apolitical, right? It, it, it's got nothing to do. It has nothing to do with our ideologies at the end of the day. It has to do with conveying value, right? It has to yeah. do with transferring value, storing value, conveying it, censorship resistant, you know, solving the uh, the Byzantine general uh, issue. You know, like this is this is true. Um, but I do like the fact and again, right, I am going on a different piece that I do like the fact that at the end of the day, because it's a positive feedback loop, I, I think that it is going to lead to better quality actions and just better quality lives. I hundred percent agree with you. You know, yeah. No, sorry. Go on. Go oh, on. no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to repeat what I just said earlier. Sorry, go oh. on. Um, okay, I, I wanted to uh, I wanted to switch from this to the uh, to the node boys. All right, so mm -hmm. so I at one point was running like seven to nine nodes, um, but for me it was it, it's a I'm a nerd and I, I like to buy hardware. I like to set things up and I like to buy a lot of hardware and set a lot of things up. So it's a lot of fun for me. So tell me tell me about the node boys. <laughs> 
tell you about yeah tell me uh, about this, the node boys what's what's wrong up, with the node boys this came up uh, <laughs> uh, when we were talking at some point yeah you see again i i um for me bitcoin is was always about strictly practicality mm-hmm. it was always about that because if you're not practical you're having some opportunity cost which you don't want to acknowledge um but let me answer the, the question yeah. yeah you see it's like i think when i got into bitcoin dude okay there was no one telling me to run a node or whatever. I did the most dumbest things you could imagine. Literally, the most dumbest and the most cringiest things in the world. But here's the thing right now. I was an idiot. And because there was no fucking people on Twitter to shame me that I'm not running my node, that's why I'm here eight years now. Okay? And that's why I get to do all this fucking crazy thing that I did. And again, I've worked on a lot of projects and there was a lot of crazy things I did. So, you see, at the end of the day, it didn't matter that I ran a node or not, dude. It mattered I stayed here. And I made money somehow because that's what everyone fucking wants. And my life became 10 times better than it was when I got inside it. Now, when you are at the beginning, any, any, any friction that you had to make your life harder, I think you're doing the biggest disservice to someone who just got in here, right? So, so that's my problem with a node boy because I feel there's like this, this shaming aspect of running a node. Yeah. Now, look, <laughs> the, the, and then the other thing is like if you're really running a node and you don't accept any transactions and you don't open the, the – um, the, the, yes. the port forwarding or whatever literally that serves no other purpose than you need to verify a transaction so you are literally an imbecile thinking that you're helping the network because it's factually incorrect so and that again that's what i didn't like because like these people it's like relate that's why I, I don't like this it's like we're in science we're doing science here and i was like well you clearly have zero understanding what what the scientific uh, under, uh aspect here and that, that's when I just go like, what's wrong with these people? They're, they're mad. You know, they're just mad. And that's what I meant by node boys, you know? Yeah. I, I do. Uh, I, I do. Uh, look, I agree with that. I opened the ports uh, going, uh, both ports going both directions. So I completely understood that aspect of it um, in, terms of, uh, in terms of that. But I do, uh, I do agree with the, the node shaming. Uh, aspect that uh, it's it's detrimental uh, to a certain extent because a lot of people get into Bitcoin and all they want to do is just buy and hold some Bitcoin and it takes time before you yeah. decide that you're going to run a node. I know some Bitcoiners that have been around for at least a year that don't yet run a node, but they plan to. Why should yeah. they be shamed? Right? No, they're, they're, right? I'm sorry? Yeah, 100% agree yeah. with that, yeah. Like it's, you know, and, and, and it's kind of a turnoff, right? Like you're trying to get people in and it turns people off, you know? So, I mean, yes, I do get the aspect. So it's, it's a double-edged sword because the other aspect is, well, you know, you should run your own node because you don't want to leave your, you know, your Bitcoin on an exchange. There's, there's that aspect also, but you don't need to run your own node because you can just have a hardware wallet. Right. But then yeah. the argument becomes, well, your hardware wallet isn't connecting to your own node. So are you really verifying that you have what you have because you're really connecting to somebody else's? So it's I mean, look, at the end of the day, um, even though these topics are um, uh, informative to a newcomer, they're cumbersome to a newcomer. It's tiring and it's it confusing. So. And, and it even proves to the point of like we are early, which is uh, yep. one of the few memes which I agree with. Because look, here's the thing right now. If, when you're, if, you, if you talk to me about a product and you're using technical slang, your product is bad or you're an idiot, right? So the fact that we need to, to talk about a node or whatever, the fact that there's no an app that abstracts everything away, then that just like, this just proves we're too early, right? You don't need to know about a node. If you need to know about a node, then there's something wrong, you know? 
So, so yeah. I, and I don't know. I mean, look, uh, you. <laughs> there's so many people. There, there's this um, presentation. I don't remember where I saw it with, and, and they ask people if they. Um, there's like really. There's some people from Blockstream there and whatever, and they're asked. Uh, if they run nodes and whatever and at the end of the day everyone goes like no why the fuck would I run node if I don't do transactions every day and whatnot so again you just end up having some jerk off kids on Twitter who just d they need to yell about something and they, they don't know what to yell about anything else because they have zero fucking understanding of how things really work and they're just cheerleading and that's fine by the way cheerleading have its merit but at the end of the day they're not causing any harm and you, and you end up having this maximalist thing which was serving a good purpose and, and there was some, some, some very well thought of scientific ideas and it just becomes this um, caricature mm. right now. It's a caricature of like, and, and there's all these people who like said the most dumbest things like, if you don't do this, die. It's like, what was, I saw this thing a few days ago, coin join or die. It's like, dude, are you fucking retarded? What do you mean coin join or die? Go fuck yourself. That's, that, if, you, if you have all your TXOs um, coin join, you're, you're the most dumbest person on the fucking planet because first of all you don't even know what's going to happen you don't know how those things work you probably don't have the understanding of how the mathematics and the probabilities of those things work and you're, you're just blindly doing something and, and when you say don't, if you don't do this or die that's a crazy person you should never listen to someone who says if you don't do this die that's a madman right there so you know I, i'm just saying like what the fuck is wrong with everyone i mean okay everyone made a bit of money everyone is happy okay go a bit crazy go fuck 10 hookers i don't know but, but, but why, why do you need to fucking put people down and shame them and whatever? It's like, what kind of a person does that? Seriously, you know? Oh, man. So, yeah, I'm mad. I'm just mad because it, it, it's like, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Is there anything you can do good on Twitter anymore? No, you know? Yeah, it's a, it, it's a LARP fest. It's definitely, it's definitely a LARP fest. That is 100% sure. But uh, I'll tell you what, there's one thing that, that came good out of the LARPing. At least we're getting right. some hot babes right now. There's hey, there you shows. go, right? <laughs> there's some smoke. I don't, want, I don't want to name any names, but there's some hot chicks coming around. And I was like, hey, look, if, if, if you're one of those dumb girls and you play the dumb girl, I'm like, you know what? Fine. But what I don't like is like, there's some girls. We're not going to give names because you're going to lose all your followers. <laughs> it's okay. Who, who literally, they, they don't know what they're talking about. And that's fine, by the way. But they're trying to act like they do. And that's when it's like, it's literally I want to throw my laptop out the window and then jump with my feet on it outside. You know, when I see something like that. At least the Britfit girl, you have to Ugh. give it to her. Look, she can't come on this podcast and talk about what we're talking. It is what it is. But she's not trying at least. She's like, I'm going to fucking move my hips because that's all I know how to do, you know. So, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of disingenuousness. And mm. we got stuck in this fucking cultural, um, cultural thing where... Everyone is just, again, it's enforcing more disingenuous and more stupidity and more uh, unscientific thought, if you ask me. I will tell you this, okay? I, I know, uh, you know, because I, I don't like to get into the whole, like, uh, the whole sexism aspect of it. I think that Bitcoin is one of those, like, uh, things that it just doesn't make a difference. Like, if you know your shit, you know your shit, you know, regardless, exactly. of, regardless of your genitals, you know? And yeah. I, I have met... I have met um, some some women on on Facebook that are extremely quiet about how you know like they're active in crypto trader groups like you know telling people what's what about bitcoin but they are very quiet and you barely see anything come out of them and they right. would they would absolutely rip 3 quarters of the people on Twitter apart in terms of knowledge well they uh, should come on Twitter no and they talk. they don't even there's not even to be perfectly honest like there's no point you know, yeah, it's, I guess you're right. it's like they why would they do that even? It's you know, they 
they're, they're thrilled. You know, they're doing their thing. They educate when they have to and or when they feel they want to. And and that's it. But uh, I do uh, I do want to say one thing. Um, you know, I, I understand, right, that, you know, somebody like, you know, Brit Fit Dance, not to pick on her, but, you know, like, I understand that she wouldn't come on to a podcast like this and have these types of discussions. That's I, I totally understand that. I do think, though, that the whole dancing like that is cringe uh and it just preys on how many simps there are so i i just i mean look i i get it and then at the end of the day you know it's like not that i i didn't think it was okay when she was doing it for bitcoin only but then she started doing it for ethereum yeah and that that just totally was like all right it it was bad enough it was bad enough and now you made it worse she couldn't see the difference, right? She really couldn't see. And at the end of the day, I don't think but that's, that, a that's lot of people. okay to blame right? her, though, because no. she literally got into Bitcoin less than half a year ago. Like, exactly. She doesn't have any technical understanding. But let me tell you what, though, mm. and why I admire, and I do want to use that word, admire of her. She believed in, she did something incredibly stupid and out of this world, and she believed in herself. And even if... This goes not, back. That's why something I always admire. Because if you do something stupid, but you have your heart to it, but you're, 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 anytime you're, when you're proven wrong, you say I was wrong, then I will always admire those people. The people who I yeah. don't admire are the people who just get stuck in a thing and it, it cannot say I was wrong, right? So that's why, uh, you know, it's like, uh, and the people who are afraid to be wrong. Oh, my God. I'm Go sorry. On. I'm sorry. Go okay. On. Okay. A person that admits they're wrong, I, okay, do you know where that comes from? That does not come from pride and it doesn't come from power. It comes from, hu- <laughs> it comes from humility. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. Continue. Right. You know what? Look, listen. See, maybe, maybe actually I do like humility. I don't know it. But uh, There's my, definition of humility. The word, my definition of the word humility doesn't. You know what? Let me tell you what. You're right. First of all, what you said is just right. Uh, and clearly, I, I, I think I had a, a misunderstanding of what a word meant. But whenever I saw people talk about humility and, and practice it, Mm-hmm. It wasn't the way you said it. It was just because they didn't want to make other people feel bad or because they were insecure or they wanted to signal that actually, oh, look how nice I'm trying to be. So that's why maybe I'm allergic to that word. I, I get it. I totally, and you see, exa- that's exactly it, right? Like, the, you know, people misinterpret, you know, what, uh, what the word actually means. And then, you know, it's like, and then they act upon it, right? So they would sit there and, and to your point, that isn't good. You know, like those those people that are doing that and believe that they are being humble by doing that are actually misrepresenting uh, humility. So, yeah, it's but at the same time, I also want to throw in that, you know, um, I a, a humble person wouldn't go out and dance on on, you know, on Twitter. So it does take that, like you said, it does take that confidence, right? And at the end of the day, if you look at, uh, at Steve Jobs, for example, uh, it, it, you can't do what Steve Jobs is if you don't have the arrogance. And you have to like, piss a lot of people off and you have to lose humility. And sometimes you're going to be wrong. But when you, don't, are not, when you hit it right, you hit it right the right way. And I, I, I really feel like, I don't know why, but I feel like that's the most meaningful thing you can do with your existence is, mm. is find a crazy thing in your, in, in your, in your life and go over it, and, and, and I, I feel like the, the prescription for that is you have to throw the humility away, and be honest with yourself, and when you are wrong, see you're wrong, and, and if you do that, you're going to be more happy with yourself, because you are doing something you like, and you, and you talk about something you like, and you're not holding yeah. anything back in, and you also learn, but humility, I feel, is just like, it's like a mouse, it's like a mouse, it's like, squeak, it's like, no, what about a lion, 
you know? Again, it's a personality thing. But you are right. The way you put humility in that way, if that's what humility means, then I will agree with that all, every any time of the day. It's, I, I mean, look, at the end of the day, right, it goes back to what we were saying before. It, it has to do with knowing when to apply it. Yeah. You know, like, and, and there's actually, uh, I want to go back to something you just said. There is a, um, there's a quote out of like one of these, you know, kind of ancient, uh, you know, quote unquote, biblical books that, that has to do with exactly that, that, that our goal is to exhaust our personality to the highest of its capabilities. So mm -hmm. it goes to what you just said, you know, like you, you you're going to, you're going to go and try to be, you know, maybe the craziest you can be about something, the most passionate you can be about something that really is at the end of the day, all we have, because we have this limited time with which to fit, uh, um, this, this, uh, how could I say this, this adventure of trying to exhaust our personality to the highest of its capacities, you know? Yeah. So. And, and I, th th that's such a nice way to say, uh, I really like that quote. And, 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 and I wish I knew who I said it first. <laughs> well, you said it now. Well, Fuck it. It's yours. It's, it's yours. It's yours. Somebody smarter than me. See, that's humility. That's bad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if in that sense it makes bad. But, but, but yeah, see, that's the thing. I, I, I guess you're right. I think there's some form of like uh, caution in the back of my head that humility could put you a bit behind. Because as I see it, man, it's very simple. I could be the most arrogant person and piece off some people. People. But I'm probably gonna get what I want, or I could be humble, not piss on anyone, anyone else. But I never get what I want. So when you think about it, like that doesn't make any mm. sense. It's cost versus benefit, you know. It's 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 theoretical, but it's not practical. So this is and this is where we come into knowing when to use humility and knowing when to be humble, you know. Mm -hmm. That that's the that's the whole key, right? If yeah, you're if, if you're you standing in front of a crowd, right? To your point, if you're standing in front of a crowd and you're supposed to be ultra passionate about your project and you're standing there and, you know, you're just, it's a good project, does what it needs to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're not convincing anybody. <laughs> like, that's the bad time. Like, you're fucking up. <laughs> Imagine getting a wife. She does what she needs to do. It's like, it's like <laughs> She's going to kick your ass, man. She's going to yeah. kick your ass. <laughs> Yeah, but but see, now here's the thing right now. Now, if you if so, if you're the guy who plays guitar and you say, "What do you do?" I play guitar, ta -da 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 -da. but if you're the guy who says, "I'm humble every day," God damn it, I don't want to. I, I don't want to be around people like that because what are what is that? Literally, that's what you are about. You're about you're, you are about turning the volume down on who you are to some degree because there is an ego mm. and you. Er, listen, this is the honest truth here. No matter who you are, there's, an, there's something in you that wants you to yell about what you are. Even if it's not, I don't know, anyone has something in that thing. And I think that's wrong to not do that because that's who you are. Why are you trying to repress yourself, you know? Is, is it, are you telling me there's, there's anyone who goes down when they go to sleep and they put their hair on the fucking pillow? Do you, do you dream about being humble or do you dream about conquering the world, getting the girl, making the money, fucking 10 bitches? I don't know, whatever you want, right? I, I, so there is there is something to that. There is something to that that craziness. Why are you keeping that down? I don't understand. I really I don't see a logical reason to do it. I like that. Uh, I like that saying. Don't turn the volume down on who you are. That's yeah. That you know. I mean, look to a certain extent. That is that is absolutely true. And and I just want to say, um, you know, that first conversation that we had 
when when we first met and you said that to me that stuck with me uh i'm because i'm the kind of person I, i'm an introvert and i listen when people talk but i won't necessarily react right away and it really made me think and that was one of the things that got me to be a little more forceful with telling people about my podcast and being proud of it so i do appreciate that you know like Oh, that makes me very happy. Yeah, man. Too. You don't know how happy that makes me. But I want to share something with you. This is something you also said that um, made me change my behavior. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if we Anyway, so at some point, you were talking about someone not retweeting some things. I don't think it makes sense to get into context, <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah. And you know what I realized after we had a talk that mm. I do that a lot. There are a lot of things that I watching whatever i don't put it out there in the world maybe this doesn't make any fucking sense for the people but anyway you can cut out but no but that's when i realized that actually i do so many things and i don't signal it to the world outside so i need to do a bit more of that cool so, so i've done it and that was semi-recent this talk we had yeah awesome yeah. man absolutely yeah. people need to hear it people need to know i i think man seriously i you know i don't agree with everything that you say and I, <laughs> and you don't agree with me with everything i say but you're like i i enjoy like i said at the beginning i enjoy the the back and forth i like i enjoy not feeling comfortable because it makes me think and it makes me question and then to me like that makes me a better person and don't get me wrong but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick this back in. That comes from humility. <laughs> it does. It's it's because I'm able to be objective about myself and say, you know what? I'm willing to learn from this person. But when the cup is full, you can't put more in it. If your yeah. cup is full and you're number one all the time, no one's ever gonna teach you anything. You're never gonna learn. True. You're never even gonna allow yourself to learn. That is very true. Anyways, you know what, Phil? <laughs> That's my thing. Uh, I have a metaphor even for this. You know, when you start playing guitar, <laughs> you start off by playing other people's song, right? Because you can't create music. It, That's right. It's crazy. But there's one time, okay, where you're going to say, the song that I made with free chords is better than all the music that was ever created. Why? Because I'm choosing to play that and not play the other one. So you see, there's this moment when you stop being a cover, when you start doing covers and you start doing your own things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I think that that's when you kind of like take humility, you say thank you, you kiss it on the lips, you lift his curse and stick a finger in her ass and you go like, that's it, we're done, babe. And now I'm going to dance with arrogance. <laughs> I like that. Oh, I'm going to dance with arrogance. You know oh, what God. I'm to say? Yeah, absolutely. I, hey, look, you know what? And then, okay, fine, right? We may get to that level mentally, Okay, but then you always have to maintain a balance, though, because too far into that leads to megalomania. And, and that is where you are everything. Okay? But, but, if you, but, but here's the thing right now. Uh, I'm, you know I'm very obsessed with Michael Jordan and all these things. I really yeah, like that thing. I love you Michael see Jordan. now, if you are Michael Jordan or if you're aspiring to be Michael Jordan, it would be factual to think you're the best in the world. It would be even factual to think you're the best in the world when you're in high school. So... If you want to become the best in the world at a thing, you, you have to you, think you're better. Every than them. every second you have, spend you're not the best in the world. That's keeping you from from acting as you are the best and improving your being the best. So that's why I'm pushing against it because I think there I think there maybe there's a kid somewhere who's gonna become next Michael Jordan of something, and he hears someone tell him to stay humble, and there's that one single fucking time where he didn't push hard enough and he didn't create a next Apple or the next whatever. So with a re I would rather piss everyone else in the world. But there's this one kid who changes the world because he didn't hear that. Rather than be friends with everyone in the world, 
but it will doesn't become a better place. And that's what he says here in the, in the master slave morality. In the master morality, you think things are either good or bad. In the other one, you think they're a spectrum. And, you're, and, and you have a very imprecise and approximated view on, on, on how the world could be improved. And if that's the case, you can't improve it because the, when you want to improve the world, you need to be specific about it. I think computers should be personal. I think we should have a mouse. I think we should have user interface. I think all of these things that change literally how people behave on the planet right now, they weren't done with it. They were done with arrogance. They were done pissing people off. And at the end of the day, it really depends what you want to do. Do you want to have friends or do you want to change the world? And if you want to change the world, again, you have to dance with arrogance. Man. So, yeah. I like it. I like it, Raw. Dude. Seriously, this this hour just flew by. I, mean, I know this it's like is, five minutes. This is great. I I, I look. So I, I mean, I'm probably gonna have you on again in 2021. I, I absolutely want. Yeah, I raw man. I really appreciate you coming on my podcast and uh, you know and shooting the shit with me. Do you have any any final thoughts for the uh, for the listeners? Any final thoughts? Listen, it's very simple, dudes. Until next time, you fucking hear about me. Do all the drugs. Fuck all the hookers. Oh Sell your fucking Bitcoin. Be an outrageous person and keep slinging motherfucking dick. Peace <laughs> out. Thanks, Ra. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed my discussion with Ra. I had a really good time. And I just want to take a moment to thank all the guests of the Fun With Bitcoin podcast uh, that I've interviewed throughout the year. Without you guys, you know, this show wouldn't be possible. So huge shout out. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And I will catch all of you in 2021 with some fresh episodes of the Fun With Bitcoin podcast. Thank you all for listening and catch you all next time.